Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit livexlive.com or search livexlive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and we are rolling. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. He is the star of the show, Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports. On Twitter, we're always presented by betonline.ag, which is where you should go right now and use the promo code podcast one to get a 50% sign up bonus today, 50% and make your March Madness Sweet 16 wagers if you haven't already. Speaking of wagers, by the way. We will dive into some March Madness tips. Should be joined by Dave Mason momentarily. And we've got some stuff to discuss as it relates to Gronk, the owners' meetings, rules that they're talking about these next couple of days. And Fezzik has, uh, Steve has some thoughts, don't you, Steve, on the Browns that we'll get to momentarily. Reminder also. That you can ask Steve any question you want. We'll get to one at the end, but all you have to do is take advantage of any of our sponsors over on the sponsor page at RossTucker.com or that you hear me mention on this podcast or any other podcast, or just rate and review the show on your podcast app. Take a screenshot, forward it with your question, or just buy something at Amazon that you're going to buy anyway going through our banner ad on the homepage. And that works as well. And ask Steve any question you want. You have the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling at your disposal. You can ask him any question you want. Take advantage of it. Where else can you do that essentially for free? It's awesome. As always, this time of year, we like to bring on our buddy Dave Mason from betonline.ag. You guys already know the deal. We got this unbelievable March Madness promotion going on. Even if your bracket totally blew up, 
place your bets that Steve's going to give you some advice on. Dave's going to tell you what happened from the opening weekend over at betonline.ag using the promo code PODCAST1. You get that 50% welcome bonus, which is really the key to get that free money. No matter what you want to bet on, when you want to bet on Sweet 16, you want to bet on some NFL futures, or you can even bet on what Rob Gronkowski is going to do next now that he's retired from the NFL. So, Dave, I guess you know these already, but I just got an email, Steve. Uh, and here's the betonline.ag odds for what Rob Gronkowski will do next. Three to two, that he'll wrestle in the WWE. Two to one, NFL commentator. Five to one, he'll be an actor. Five to one, he'll host a podcast. Ten to one, play in the NFL. 33 to one, play in the AAF. 33 to one, play in the XFL. 50 to 1 that Rob Gronkowski will be a male stripper. 50 to 1 that he'll play in the CFL. And now, are you the one setting these lines, Dave? I had a little bit of input, but no, we, we, one of our other guys said him. Uh, he, he specializes in all the uh, exotic stuff, if, if you will. So, so what are you, um, what are you, where are you putting your money for this, Steve? Are you putting your money on anything here? Well, I think he's got some um, talent when it comes to wrestling. If I had to put down a bet, <laughs> let's go the wrestling venue. Unbelievable. So just just take us behind the scenes a little bit, uh, Dave. How much of that is just, you know, because I already I just tweeted right before we started recording that the odds on Gronk becoming a male stripper were 50 to 1. How much of the exotics is really just um, a PR move, marketing, and 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 by the way, very smart at that. Yeah, I mean that. I'm not going to BS you. That 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 drives it. That fuels it. I and mean, we really don't make money on these kind of things. We, we use you know all the kind of exotic PR. I call them PR props because they are what they are. Um, you know, at the end of the year, if you break even on those things and, and we pat ourselves on the back, you often get crushed on them because they are, you know, you're pulling odds out, you're yin yang, and, uh, you know, it, it, you can get beat on them quick because, you know, the guys are so busy with the real stuff that takes heavy volume that, you know, you, you might be off and you might get hit pretty hard on, on if there's any kind of information coming out. You know, if he does, if WWDE announces he's going to be in WrestleMania and you don't see it, but, minions of better see it first and then they tap into it and and uh so yeah i mean that drives it you do take action it's, it's something you got to do i mean to set yourself apart from the competition and and players like it too i mean they you know they'll ask you well, why don't you have odds on bryce harper's next team or this or that the other thing so i mean you don't want your players going to the competition to bet on something wacky yeah that's a good point um Steve, are these the type? Do you ever get involved in exotics, or is it typically not? Not the math doesn't work for you. The math doesn't work because it's all about insider information. Uh, I'll certainly get involved if I've got access to some information. Example: um, July Fourth hot dog eating contest, and so 
sometimes like I believe Joey Chestnut has had lines set where that haven't taken into consideration. Maybe there, there was an eat off that was um, that he had done really well previously. I remember one time and they pounded the chestnut over, which made sense to me, things like that, that you can analyze some data, but when you have no data at all and you're just waiting for inside information that you don't have, you really can't profit from that. Um, all right. Well, I love it though. I like that you guys do that, uh, Dave. It makes it entertaining. And I, I think, honestly, I think he's going to probably host a podcast, wrestle in the WWE and do some type of acting. So I guess my question would be all, all of those win. I like, think it's how do you, how do you define what's next? You know what I mean? Like I, I think within the next year, he'll do all three of those. How does right. that how, like, do, do all three of those then become winners, or is it now, only? It's, it's, um, yeah, it's just what's his next, next move. It's his next move. So if he re- if he does a podcast tomorrow and wrestles in WWE in a when is it a month? I'm not even sure. Um, you know, podcast is a podcast is a winner. So I I agree. I think podcast is the uh, is the right bet. I think he will do WWE, but I'm sure a, everybody has a podcast these days except me. It seems so. Hey. I think that would be next, and uh, I think there'll be some kind of NFL commentator down the road too. I mean, this guy's going to make—he's going to be everywhere just with that personality and everything. So he'll be everywhere. So which one will be first? We'll see. Love it. Let's dive into Dave March Madness. Now, I was surprised last week because I asked you, and you said most of the people bet on the favorites because I, I always thought people liked the underdog in March Madness, but. You said people bet on the favorites, and um, so uh, yeah. I'm guessing it wasn't a great weekend for you guys. Is that well, is that I, fair? Actually, actually, you know, we didn't have as much money. You were you were right, and I was semi wrong because we didn't have as much action on those favorites as we usually do. Um, there was a lot of dog action, um, more than it seemed like usual. So I think you were on to something there last week, and. Uh, we we definitely saw. I mean, a lot a lot of the action came in on the favorite shore later action, etc. But but there's a lot of dog betting and more than usual, more than an NFL playoffs or I mean, not I shouldn't even say NFL playoffs because the betters are betting the dang dogs in the NFL playoffs too. Um, but more than usual, let's say uh, that we definitely have more dog action than usual. So, um, question for you, just in general, how'd you guys do? What was what was the volume? You know, was it was it your biggest opening weekend ever? Because it feels like things are just growing with every year. No, it's definitely our biggest weekend ever, without a doubt. Um, and it was a good weekend. It was, first three days were good for the house. Yesterday we got beat up. And we gave a bunch back to the players, UNC, Oregon, VaTech, uh, that, that landed on a number, which is never good. Texas Tech and U- University of Virginia; those, those were all went to the players. We won. We won on Tennessee and Duke yesterday. But yeah, first three days really good for the house, and yesterday really good for the players. How does it work, Dave? Because I know a lot of people are doing the bracket challenge or whatever at BetOnline.ag. How does that part of it work? Like, how do you grade the brackets, and how do people win on that? I forget. Well, I mean, it's just you know all the outrights, so it's just graded on the money lines and and. They get points for every round, so one point for the first round, two points, and four points, et cetera, et cetera. So just to whoever's accumulating the po- most points will finish in that top 20, and uh, 
win a piece of the $50,000 prize pool. We also have a, a $25,000 Sweet 16 bracket that's opening up very shortly. So $25,000 in cash for a Sweet 16 bracket. Awesome. Okay, so you guys did well the first three days. And then uh, the last day, it was more for the players. So that, But they did take more underdogs uh, than you were anticipating. I guess my question is, how much line movement between last night and this morning already has there been? Yeah, there's been some. There's always some, right? Um, you know, the public's already making their picks. They're already uh, – they're, they're, what I find interesting is how, how um, the public – you know, yesterday they were all over Duke, of course, and now that Duke squeak went out. They're all over Virginia Tech, 78%. The early action is on Virginia Tech, and they're the high, they're getting the most action out of any team. So I, I always find that interesting, just how the public changes with one game to the next. So you know, if Duke, Duke crushes them, everybody will be back on the Duke train the next game. What um, what thoughts do you have, Steve, or questions for Dave? Well, just an observation that every favorite won on Saturday and on Sunday. So I would have thought you would be just blitzed by six, seven, eight-team money line parlays on all the favorites, Dave. But it sounds like that didn't happen, right? No, I, I, I don't have any from Saturday. No, I don't have any big parlay uh, tickets yet. That that you know, I'm sure there were some, but not not those five-figure, six-figure kind of losses by any means. Um, that's what I. That's what you just said my way, but definitely not Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I don't think so either. So, so. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. If there's something, I'll tweet it out. I'll tell you that much. So and- you guys will appreciate this. I won't say the name of the friend, but, you know, in Pennsylvania, um, you can um, you can gamble now legally. And I've told him a million times to go to betonline.ag, but he wanted, you know, he wanted the experience of being in the sports book or whatever. Um, so he went to uh, Penn National here in central PA in Grantville. And he texted a buddy of ours son, who's a teenager and really into it and said, give me, give me three teams you really think are going to win. And, uh, you know, based on the spread gave him the three teams. I don't know how much money he put down, but he won $15,000. So, what what do you guys think if it's a three team parlay and either one of you can answer this if it was a three team parlay and he won $15,000 what does that mean he probably put down do you, can you guys figure that out well it depend i mean it depends if it, if it's a money line um i assume it's a money line bet then it, it it all depends it depends how big the favorites were you know the bigger the favorites on the money line the more money you're going to have to risk um, so I assume it was a money line parlay we're talking about. I, I believe it was. Yeah. But he said, he said, um, he said with the, with the, you know, with the, with the lines. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so he put, he put mean, down 2,500 and he got paid six to one Ross. Yeah. So, yeah, if so it was you think a, it's 2,500 and six to one. Yeah. yeah, so if it was against the spread on a three teamer, you know, if the odds were or were close to minus one ten, it would be six to one, as Steve said. If it was a money line, then you can't you can't even tell because it could you could be laying minus four twenty five favorites and then you have to risk more or 
where if he's betting dogs, you got to risk less. So, so yeah, as Fez said, uh, three team or pay six to one. So, got it. All right. Any other questions or comments, uh, Steve, for Dave before we let him go? I'm curious, just in terms of the betting volume. I would guess that those first four days, Dave, you take more volume than you do the rest of the tournament, but I'm really not sure. Um, could you quantify that? Uh, rest of the tournament combined, uh, probably not because some of those games get real big. But for uh, for, for game for ga- game to game, I mean, the, the, the games coming up, they'll each get a lot more action. But as far as a total weekend, without a doubt, it's the biggest weekend uh, compared to the other two weekends. That makes sense. And I assume in terms of futures liabilities, last question, that you are looking gold with like every single um, long shot getting knocked down. I assume that this probably is going to be a record futures uh, tournament for you with no liability out there. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, we were looking good. Our guys did a great job managing these all year all year long. The only team we were in red before the tournament was Virginia, and that's that's now in the black as we took a lot of futures action last week. So that would be our smallest win. But yeah, we're we're not in red on any team. We're looking real good there, spot on. Wow, that's got to be a good feeling, Dave. Get out of here, man. We're we're the ones <laughs> supposed to make the money, not you. <laughs> Sorry. Man. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right, there he is, Dave Mason, our buddy from betonline.ag. Always get the other side of it. My buddy Steve was pretty happy, as you might imagine. I had a couple of guys over, and, you know, that's a good feeling when you win $15,000. Oh, absolutely. What's interesting, Ross, too, is that uh, when you talk about what, you know, big parlay payouts, well, you know they weren't playing underdogs on the money lines this weekend because none of them won. So um, I think the big payouts are few and far between um, when it comes to any kind of um, trying to put together big underdogs on money lines. I want to ask you any other thoughts that you have, you know, as we peek ahead to, to March Madness in the Sweet 16, any other basketball thoughts based on what we've seen so far, whether it's Duke or anybody else? Well, I think the story has to be just all the favorites getting through. And even Oregon, you could certainly make the case for, although they were a 12 seed, that they were playing like a much, much better team with an eight-game winning streak heading into the tournament. They had a lineup change. And frankly, they were a top-20 team going into the year and slumped early. So really no Cinderella's at all. And I guess... You know, we hear all the time about Cinderella's in the tournament. I know Central Florida almost got there, but um, bottom line, my friend R.J. Bell likes to say it, you know, Cinderella gets invited to the dance, but she usually has a curfew. Well, you know what's crazy, too? I don't know what it is, Steve. I'm convinced when we were younger that more 12, 13, 14 seeds won. I don't, it's weird. I, I don't know if it's because when, I don't know if it's also when guys were going straight to the NBA and now they have to go to college for a year, like Zion or RJ Barrett or whatever. But doesn't it feel like there used to be more upsets, even when I was younger and even five, 10 years ago? I feel like every pass, now I know last year there was a 16 that beat a one, but I feel like 
there's just not as many of like the major upsets as there used to be. Well, there weren't this year. I think in um, it's actually been pretty consistent if you look at it. Um, and if anything, the little guys have gotten more competitive, Ross. It used to be that the ones versus 16s were laying 33, and now on average they're laying like 23. And like you said, we did finally have a 16 beat a one. Uh, I think it was just this was just a strange year where you had some teams that had a chance that just didn't come through. And frankly, we did see 12s and 13s win. We saw um, UC Irvine win, and we saw Oregon win at, like I said, as a 12 seed, an underseeded 12 seed. But um, what was really remarkable to me was in the second round how the decent teams could not upset the top 20 teams across the board. And frankly, I think this, is, this happened in 2009 when all the ones, twos, and threes advanced, and I think it's the first time since then. And sometimes we try to find logic and rationale behind why that occurs, and I think it's just randomness that um, – Pretty much all in all years, the one, twos, and threes are going to be favored in the second round, but they're going to get they're going to get tripped up and just um, you had situations like LSU winning in overtime this year, uh, Tennessee winning in overtime that um, those teams managed to win coin flip games, including Duke, UCF. Right, exactly. The the two uh, and even like Maryland LSU was a, a coin flip game. So and usually teams lose and don't make the sweet 16 because their second round game a lot of times against somebody that's pretty good you know like uh you know a, a decent seed like a ucf or someone like that seven seed six i know ucf was a 10 but someone like that i want to get to the gronk thing with you steve and just get your thoughts does he move the needle for you in any way whether it's the season win total or just your power rankings because their receiving core was already looking weak, and now no Gronk. I mean, it's it's like Edelman and a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, so Gronk in his prime was worth a point, which doesn't sound like much, but that's a whole lot. Um, a non-quarterback typically does not move the needle more, even one point, and anything more is like a superstar. So Gronk was still worth a at least half a point to the line, and a big part of that was New England's receiving core, as you mentioned, after Edelman, was really suspect, especially when Gordon left the team. So it is significant. It's also significant the fact you get someone who's 30, coming up on 30, and who's retiring, and you've got to wonder, maybe he's got some inside information that it's finally time that the New England and the 42-year-old Brady are going to start declining. And he thought, well, you know, why play out? One more year when it, you would really think that even if he was injured and banged up, if he truly felt that they were going to be have a, a good chance for one more Super Bowl, that he might have stuck around, but he didn't. And so you've got to be concerned that maybe Gronk knows something that we don't. Well, I mean, the only thing I would say about that is he's been to five Super Bowls. He's won three in his nine years. He's made a lot of money. He's had three back surgeries, concussions, the elbow, the knee. I mean, he's had so many injuries. I think he just thought, and I wrote a column for The Athletic about just saying, why would you keep playing? Like, why, like, I, like what, why, what would you be playing for to get another ring? I mean, he's already considered the best tight end ever. So, okay, 
you get a fourth ring maybe, that'd be sweet, or you play in a sixth Super Bowl. Is that really worth it at this point? Because I saw him in that Buffalo game last year. I was on the sideline. He was looking rough. I mean, he 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 was in bad, bad shape. And so I, I think he's absolutely making the right decision. Although Adam Schefter tweeted what I thought was interesting, Steve. He said if the team was struggling or they needed him at some point next year, this is a quote from Drew Rosenhaus on TV, and let's just say hypothetically Tom Brady gave him a call and said, Rob, I need you. I wouldn't be shocked if he came back to play a few games. So that's interesting that, you know, we'll have to monitor that. He gets to skip everything. If they're struggling halfway through the year or in December, Brady gives them a call. Now, that doesn't seem like Belichick style, but it sounds like it's a possibility. So um, he may not be um, – totally done, which is uh, something to keep an eye on. I know you also wanted to comment, Steve, on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and one more thought on Gronk also that, like you said, it's not Belichick's style, but he largely did that with Gronk. Gronk disappeared at the end of the year. They were giving him fewer reps and certainly not targeting him until – They absolutely needed him against Kansas City and in the Super Bowl when Gronk stepped up big and had solid games. Uh, Cleveland Browns, amazing, irrational exuberance. Their season win number has opened up at nine wins in Vegas, and I think that that actually is a pretty accurate number. But their Super Bowl odds at books, this just is unbelievable to me, Ross. Cleveland is the number five pick right now to win the Super Bowl in the futures betting market, so the top four favorites, the usual suspects, Rams, Chiefs, Saints, and Patriots, they're all at six or eight to one. And then scrolling down, amazingly, there they are, the Cleveland Browns, 14 to one, the number five pick ahead of the Colts, uh, ahead of the Packers, ahead of the Bears, ahead of the Chargers. Um, people love right now betting on the Cleveland Browns. So I was just going to say, I mean, isn't that number just reflective of the amount of people, the volume of people that are betting it? Absolutely. It's, the money has come in on Cleveland, and I get it that everyone's excited about Cleveland being better, but Kitchens is still an unproven coach, and Mayfield is, uh, what does he have now, eight starts under his belt? Um, it is crazy to me. I know the talent on the team but they've won eight games the last three years to make them the number five pick to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I would love to bet no, Cleveland is not going to win the Super Bowl. Let me put it this way, and be able to bet $14 to win a dollar. That'll do it for today's Even Money podcast. A little bit earlier than we usually do. Usually it's a Wednesday, but I will be traveling later in the week. Plus, you know, now that the Sweet 16 is set with – you know, that the opening round being done last night. We wanted to get you guys as soon as possible before there's too much line movement. Same with uh, the Gronk news. And I wanted to get Steve's thoughts on the owners meeting stuff ahead of time as well. Can't tell you guys how much we appreciate it when you retweet 
when we post the show on Twitter. He's at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. And Brian is at RTF Podcast. Or just like it when we post it on Facebook or Instagram, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Or at Ross Tucker NFL on Instagram. And if you're ever bored and you just feel like downloading the show multiple times on multiple devices, hey, we're not going to say no. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years, only now you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done, all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM.